the star, the star. The star. To the diamond, to the track, to the big skin flying round the field, starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts, no hot the depth. Oh yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's corpse. Biz market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. <laughs> no matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever, boys ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats and a view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you we need. Got what you if the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. Got what you yeah. need. We're going in on three. Run the baseline. Start five. Get it. We got what you we need. Got what you need. And y'all know me. Seven sign. I'm the hellest cat spit. I got what you need. I got what you need. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star Five Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the starting5podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929-352-6219, and we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. God damn it, you caught me drinking. That's all right. Pause, I'm getting the throat ready. <laughs> Pause all that. What's up, everybody? It's me, the man, that DJ named Ace Five. Your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa. Actually, Africa right now is work plantation. You see the dirty uniform. Getting paid, getting paid. We are back with this week's episode of The Starting Five. No need to talk any further, because I'll say it at the end of the show anyway, so... Over to my right, the first lady who just celebrated her what, eighty uh, fifth or thirty fifth birthday? Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> I celebrated my twenty fifth birthday. Okay, that's that's more like it. That's more, <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it. So yeah. So uh, welcome. Uh, shout out to everyone. Shout out to uh, everyone's holding it down. Shout out of course to the starting five a shout out to our guest our reoccurring guest and um just shout out to everyone that's that's all our black creators this um this 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 season yep 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 because as as advertised we, we are going into the creators the inventors the i honestly all month long, you know, if, if y'all been following us as long as you uh, hopefully should have been, we here on the starting five, generally Black History Month and especially Women's History Month, which is March, we do a theme whole month run of shows. So this month came with the idea, the team was cool with it. We decided that we're going to discuss how Black culture is American culture. And we're doing it by way of multiple different ways. 
Um, but before I continue with that, we got to let the, the homie and the special guest that is kicking it with us today introduce himself. What's up, everybody? Shout out to everyone watching on this Saturday. Shout out to the mayor and Kat for having me on. Thank you. And all the good brothers and sisters that participate and watch this show. How's everybody doing? That's right. What's up? What's up? And so now to further elaborate, um, y'all know black culture is American culture. Everything. I mean, we damn near are the makers and creatives of prop, you know, we could almost say everything you see. I mean, even from these construction buildings, and, I mean, from construction and a lot of the buildings and, and, and stuff that you see up in your cities and towns and stuff, you know, I mean, we could go straight to the White House, no? True. <laughs> you know. But uh, this week's show, we're going to talk about the inventors. We're going to talk about the people who have created and shaped and molded uh, uh, things that, as I said in the description, people who hate people who look like us use on a daily basis and don't even realize it was created by a person of color. <laughs> so we're all going to share. We're going to do that in a little bit. But um, first off, uh, unfortunately, well, first off, first off, shout outs to our brother TJ, who his daughter just celebrated a birthday. And today, the reason why he's not here is because his daughter is doing phenomenal work in the art world uh, in, I believe it's in Austin, New York, doing her, showing her first exhibit exactly what it is i believe I, I i have to we got to get more information we will see whether we'll, we'll see pictures and stuff from tj so big ups to his daughter and salute to her you know making her stamp in the world and and you know growing up to be a a very outstanding young woman who should be doing a lot of good things i think we're all hearing about so big ups to tj and his and his daughter for for doing great things out there um but now to the sad uh personal effect uh personally affected by this is us because these people are friends of the starting five one of them is uh my partner in hhdg media uh we got to give condolences uh to our boy rock vader kb and his brother les and they lost their brother pat fillion uh, just a couple days ago due to covid man so uh, as as stated, I, that's the one brother I didn't meet. But if he was as good as his two brothers that I do know, it sounds like he was possibly an outstanding man and stuff. I know he was a basketball coach and stuff like that. And um, you know the community where he was coaching in, they even uh, did a write up in the news local newspaper for him mourning his loss. So to the Fillion family, you know, you know, y'all are here with me. Y'all, my brothers, love y'all. And definitely deep condolences. And, and you know, if y'all need me, reach out to me, talk to me like that. Next up is another friend of the show, former guest and, and HHDG homie. Condolences to him in the loss of his mom, um, you know, a pillar in his family. And, and I, I, I feel for both sides of these people, man, because it's ridiculous how they're going through it so bad right now. And we wish we could do more to help these brothers take their pain away. Uh, but, you know, we can only do but so much. So condolences to both of these guys, both of them, all three of them and their families and, and rest easy to their loved ones, man. We, we got y'all. If y'all need us, we got y'all. 
Um, last but not least, Jamal, we lost who was known as the natural in the WWF. Mm. In his territory days, he was Hacksaw. He was one half of the tag team Doom with Ron Simmons. We lost the great Butch Reed, I believe, at the age of 68 years old just recently, man. Wrestling legend. Right. Uh, you want to talk about, like, you know, just somebody who felt like a pioneer in the sport, uh, paving the way for other Black athletes in the mm-hmm. world of professional wrestling or sports entertainment, however you want to call it, man. We, 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 lost a, we lost a really good one, Jamal. Yeah, indeed, man. The natural was, was that dude. From the second he came on his first interview to, to how he carried himself in the ring, so when he finally broke big in, in WW, old WWF, WWE, but I mean, he was one of those guys, whether he was a fan of a heel or a babyface, uh, he was must-watch wrestling when he was on. Definitely. I, I mean, must-watch just, just from his size alone. Word. <laughs> just from his size alone, the dude was like beyond Jack. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he was like Ron Simmons and able to bench 600 pounds, but the man sure as hell looked like he could bench 600 pounds, easy, <laughs> easy. Yeah, but just like he was sculpted out of stone, baby. For real, for real, man. So rest easy to the legend, sure. the natural Butch Reed, or if you are a territory mark, <laughs> Hacksaw Butch Reed, when he was in his face days back in the day. Mm-hmm. Rest easy and condolences to him. Now, Katara because I've been working all these freaking ridiculous hours this week. You have been the fortunate one to bless us with the topics. I know we got a quick show this week, so have at it. Okay, so we are, I guess we're gonna go right back into um, the, well, the crazy woman of the, well, there's a few, but the crazy woman that's, that has everyone's attention in Congress, MTG, uh, Maria Taylor Green. No, no. Go ahead, Jamal. You, you said the name earlier, Jamal. Margie Taylor. We're going we gonna to chop the green part off. Okay. So, Maria Taylor. <laughs> We're going to so, go with Margie Taylor, yeah. Yeah, she's been, um, she's been in the news. Uh, Last week, she did a speech saying this, this, and that, and and saying um, about right. Matt. She was, she was, uh, she was a woman who was somewhat of a COVID denier. Yes, she was a she was a QAnon believer. She Still believed nine eleven. She believed nine eleven was fake. Now, there's a conversation behind that because I still believe it was an inside job, but she believed 9-11 was fake. She believes a lot, a, none of, a, a whole host of nonsense that QAnon fed the world. Right. And, and, and she recently in Congress just lost every detail she was given as work to do. She lost it all. Right. Republicans, right. Sat on, Republicans sat on their hands, didn't want to do shit about it. So the Democrats stepped. Democrats stepped up and said, "Get the f- out of here!" <laughs> but before we go any further, JP, what's going on, good brother? What's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? What's How up, you JP? feeling out there? Hanging in there, bro. Scratching and surviving. Good times. Good. Yeah, ain't no good times, but yeah. scratching and nah, surviving. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, 
But yeah, go ahead, Katara. Oh yeah, and and what, what, along with what Dan was saying, because she was saying all of that, um, people dug her history up, which I, I don't know why this is, people should have known this before she went into Congress, but that's another story to another day. So what happened was that, well, there's a few things she did. Number one, she, uh, well, this is the lesser of the known was when one of the, the one, uh, the group, uh, the Congresswoman, freshman Congresswoman, the, um, the squad, she interrogate, well, she tried to interrogate them or try to say something like, well, they're content, they're not Congresswoman because they didn't swear on the Bible. There is no law in the Constitution where you have to swear in on a Bible. If you want to swear, and I think that, and I think the Congresswoman swore in on, um, Quran. yeah, the Quran. Now, if you, you can do that, if you want to swear in the cat in the hat, you can do that. There is no law. So number one, she's, she doesn't know her facts. Again, how is she a congresswoman? She doesn't know those facts. Number one, number two, she, uh, um, well, and, and we'll get into him later, but she harassed a 17 year old. Okay. Uh, David Ha, Parkland survivor. David Hawk. She harassed him, and 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 you know, so one of the other Parkland uh, uh, parents posted that on Twitter, and it went viral because she harassed him, saying it's not true, blah 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 blah. Um, now, a lot of people were saying who were on her side were saying, well, he was an adult. No, he was an adult. He's a teen, and his mother was with him too. And honestly, if someone did that to my son. It wouldn't end like her just harassing. I would probably confront of her and that would have been not good. So that's a problem. You have this woman who doesn't believe, uh, and, and that's her right to not believe what whatever, even though she's off, but you should not be a congresswoman representing a district if you do not believe that, period. Or you shouldn't, you shouldn't be a congressperson and, and believe what came out to be the real fake news. Right. And like you choose to believe real fake news over facts. And that's how you run yourself because you have a base of ignorant dumbasses who believe the nonsense that they spit and spew out there. You get what you deserve. And I mean, hopefully Jamal, like this woman falls into a case where again, the power of the vote works mm -hmm. and she gets ousted out of her position. Hopefully, man. I mean, she's part of a cult. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Um, she's a parasite. She's a tick. And whatever folks like that attach themselves to, they destroy and spread disease. And she believed, she harassed that kid. They she, they followed that kid, a 17-year-old kid down the street, screaming shit at him right after, you know, just harassing him. You know, what if his mom would have turned around and, and knocked her out? You know? Right. Um, so, I mean, but the stuff, the stuff they're trying to do is their base gets off on that and it, they just want, they just want bedlam because her and her staff surrounded Cori Bush in the Capitol, the yes. black Congresswoman screaming at her. They had no mask on. She went up there, basically she went up there with a crew and just was screaming at her and, and telling her stop starting Black Lives Matter violence and, and, and and surrounded this woman, had made this woman have to change the location of her office. You know, and you know, but people like that, like Marjorie Taylor, she's a loony, she has no skills, she has no political skill besides running her mouth. They believe in fairy tales, they, they, she's, she's indoctrinating this cult. There's a video of her going around 
uh, feeling up on a cardboard cutout of Donald Trump. She's rubbing around, uh, you know, his nether regions. And this is the person they 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 put in in, in a position is because you know right now they're infected. <laughs> it's crazy that we can say JP that the Kardashian sisters, all of them combined, have more talents and skills mm -hmm. than this woman does. <laughs> Man, all I gotta say about her is she's a, she's an evil devil. As simple as that. And the people who voted her in are a bunch of morons and fucktards. Simple as that. You, you're, you're, they're idiots as well. Idiot devils as well. Racism. This is nothing but doggone racism at its best. It's American mm -hmm. racism, as it's always been. This is the reason why she's in office as it is. And that boy should have smacked the shit out of her. I don't advocate hitting women at all or none of that stuff right there. But he had every right to. He was a victim. He went through some stuff where he saw children his age getting shot to death. And for her to sit there and talk about, oh, it was a it was a, a, a crisis actors and stuff like that there, man. I, I, don't, I just don't understand. These type of idiots have to be dealt with. They really yep. have to be dealt with. It's, yep. it's, well, ridi it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, that's, and, and, that's and, fortunately and, what's happening is because she she is she is being dealt with because the Democrats done stripped her of every job that she has. Sometimes people need department. a good ass. Sometimes people need a good ass whipping too. Sometimes that's Facts. another thing. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I co-sign that. 100%. A good ass, a good ass whip, a good ass whipping. Sometimes will bring notches of levels down low. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know this, that, the third. Does it shit gets real when man, please? It's amazing well, how ass whooping can clear the mind and clear crazy, make crazy. Yeah. But but Katara, was we done with this topic before I I throw something in? Because um, that's real that, quick, real quick. To oh be, yeah, 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 yeah. Real yeah, quick yeah, to let's be go, let's go. no, not yeah. Real quick to be fair, we'll get with David Hogg in a minute, but afterwards. But real quick, she did. It was. She did apologize. Let's be fair. She did apologize, but it was just garbage. The apology was garbage. Right. She didn't apologize for everything. Um, and it was like, oh, well, ah, da, da. if this, it, it was just untrue. So that's all I wanted to say about that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. they always give, they always give half-ass apologies and stuff like that. But I just, cause we said, we said ass whoopings. I, I forgot we had to tie the kid David Hodgin, but I, I needed to segue into what just happened on the outskirts of Philadelphia very briefly, where we just mentioned ass whoopings needed to be handed out. In this case, ass whooping went to the extreme. I, I, I don't know if any of y'all saw that video out there of the guy who they were neighbors arguing with each other over shoveling snow. Shoveling snow. And the couple who ended up getting killed first, like they looked like to me the major antagonists in the whole thing. They kept going, kept going verbally, kept going verbally. The guy's like trying to backpedal into his house. Soon as the husband started calling that guy the P word, I'm not gonna say it just out of respect right now. The dude went in the house, got a gun, shot at both of them, went back in the house, got a bigger gun and came back firing. That was a situation where, to what you just said, JP, the reason why I even thought about that was an ass whooping could have sufficed. Just a straight up knockout. But instead, now two people are dead and the guy who shot them killed himself. Mm. I don't know if y'all got anything to add on that, but it was just, 
when you mentioned everybody deserves an ass whooping, it brought that to mind and thought, y'all fighting over just shoveling snow. Y'all could have just swung shovels at each other. Murder was not the case that it needed to be. But the world seen it. I don't know. You seen that video, Jamal? I have. I, I, I still don't know the particulars of it. I think all three involved uh, are gone now, right? All of them, yep. His old boy went and got his gun first and shot at them. The other dude went back inside. And no, they didn't even make they didn't even make it inside. He got to the mm. front of his house. Oh man, yeah. So, yeah, that's just that's extremes and stupidity. I, I'm not trying to go over no sh- no snow, no shovel, man. You know yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. I'm going in the house and getting warm. Fuck what yeah. you talk about. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It was absolute madness, Katara. Yeah, I, I, I only heard that, I only saw the article, um, and that's the thing. You cannot, this is not the time to be, and it, like you said, it's not. this is not the time, not the subject to argue about that. Whatever their argument is, let it go. Is it, uh, what were they even, are, are, they're arguing over shoveling? Who? <laughs> they're, they're, they're arguing over what I'm making money at this week at work about snow, about shoveling <laughs> snow. I think, I, I, I don't remember what the dispute was. I think like the, the, the couple was pushing, I think the couple was pushing the snow into this guy's driveway. The guy had a monster sized driveway, but they're pushing from across the street to dig their cars out onto his shit. Oh. So it was it was like the way to what I understood was like they were the full agitators in all of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's just that's something that can just be solved with uh not arguing just like hey, you know, snowblowers, get a snowblower that couple that did it, get the snowblower and do all that or come back and do it or pay. This Yeah, this- be like I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> my bad. Right. You know how easy a my bad, (laughs) my bad. I'm sorry, my bad. That could have fixed everything. You know what though? I I think from 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 what I do remember is that these neighbors had beef going back. Okay. So it was like some Hatfield and McCoy type of issue. Oh, okay. I was thinking exact same words. (laughs) Some some issues going back, and this was just yeah. This is just it, and then add everybody being in the house for a year. And not do nothing to go nowhere, and and now a little bit of snow can lay three people down. So, yeah. right, <laughs> so, and I mean multiple ways they could have slipped and bust their ass, but this is the different way. But so, sorry to segue because JP was talking about whooping ass. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, good. Back, yeah, yeah, but back to segue uh, onto this Indian congresswoman and her along with couple other business people what did they spark off Katara what did the kid's name David Hodge what did what did they influence this kid to do oh okay so David Hodge he is now he is now in the process of of creating a pillow um pillow company to rival my pillow I think that's the name of that called yeah to rival my pillow so 
And, and, and I wanted to, to highlight this, not just because, because number one, that's actually, that's what you do. I mean, he has the backing, don't get me wrong, other people are trying to do that, but he has the backing. Number one, this is the, uh, I wanted to highlight because it, just like Jamal said, this is the problem. He should be a regular college student right now doing what he has to do. He shouldn't be fighting a fight that technically we should be fighting, which we do not, 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 you know, not us personally, he should, uh, you know, and I'm saying this because the, he went through a lot. He went through a lot. And, uh, right, right. and, well, and, as you mentioned, he was a part of the Parkland shooting, right? Uh, yes. And, that's and what I meant he was, going he was to. one of those, he was, yes. um, he was a kid who was one of those that was kind of propped up in the news. Often he was right. a regular activist out there in the world. But he decided to rival this guy as far as the business where you said that was the problem. I don't see starting your own business and company, which is probably going to take off the ground because the right. MyPillow guy done put his foot in his mouth several times during Trump's presidency. No, and no. It, it, it all fell down within, you know, the end of 2020. So this kid, I think it's, it's good for him. Maybe he goes back to school when he wants to. Right. But fo focus on this business. If you're trying to be a direct competitor to this guy, guess what? That guy made this lane so easy for you. No, no. And I get that. It's, it's great that he's doing that. My point is the path leading to it. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if he, uh, the shooting that didn't happen, which, by the way, is he like I said before, he was the, he's the same. He was in the same grade as my son. If in fact all of that didn't happen, he would we wouldn't not, know who he is. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't know who he was. He would be going. In, I mean, and he's probably still taking classes, but he would be just doing a, a not normal, but a normal. I'm gonna just say normal student. What they're doing now. That's what I'm saying. That's great that he's doing this. This is great. And right. my, like you said, my pillow opened it up because he's an idiot for just saying the silliness that he did. But the thing is. We're, we're because of the issue, and this is, and, and, and I'm not trying to go down a, a rabbit hole, but let's call a spade a spade. This issue has been going on since we were kids. If we remember, I think all of us remember the middle school people in, in Colorado, that the, the middle schoolers, when we were probably not middle school, but we were Columbine, Columbine. We was um, already, we we were, we, we kind of all were, I think. I might have been out of high school in Columbine. Yeah, right, probably. But before, yeah. even before that, there were there were there was there was famous uh, school shootings. The pro mm -hmm. what I'm saying is we did not not us, but the let's just put and and, I, and we and I'm not trying to go in a rabbit hole, but the boomers did not solve this problem at all. We're still dealing with the problems. That's the problem. Where this issue. Not only that they didn't solve it, they made it worse. Those resource officer that did not go into Parkland, those resource officers were set up for this particular case. Yet those resources officers contribute to the school to prison pipeline. So not only did you not fix the problem, you made it worse. You made other problems come in. This is what I'm so, talking about. It, so what what I'm trying to I'm trying to put it all together the way you going around with the story so you you what you're saying is 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 step which is it's huge rabbit hole if gun control was a thing the school shooting might not have been a thing 
this woman Marjorie, whatever, whatever the hell her, you know, fake green. I'll say fake green for Jamal, but uh, Miss Fake Green um, might might not be. She would not have the power to speak towards that, along with maybe not having the power towards. Yeah, there's a whole. No, do, yeah, that was a big roundabout that you did, but it, it, I see the tunnel that you're digging right. with the story. But to where the great thing is, is the kid, like a phoenix, if you want to say, is rising his way out of the ashes and right. taking his life this way. Right. You know, right. Though being thrusted into the mainstream because he was a survivor of the shootings. Yes. And then, and then again, all these people attacking him, saying he. It was fake and blah, blah, blah. And him being the poster child for it. This is now a success story for him. This is now a, okay, cool. You're now building your own brand. You're building your own business. You're making something out of your life and utilizing your newfound fame for good. And the good is to take out piece of shit competition. Right, right. The good is good. It's good that it's it's now, but everything leading up to that, that's all I'm saying, not not trying to get into another comment. Everything leading up to that is just, it should not have happened like that. I'm glad he's making a good, you know, it just should not have happened like that. It's just a mess that, what I'm saying is it's a mess that, and, 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 you know, kind of the boomers kind of did not know how to handle. So I'm going to be fair. They did not know how to handle school shootings when we were younger. Because of that, it got even worse. That that was my whole thing, connecting all that together. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I got you. Anybody else got anything else on that? Yeah. I, I, like, you know, my thing is this here with the guns and stuff. You know, it's, it's like I say, man, nobody should have a damn gun, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. But because this country was built on violence and founded by violence, this is why we have the same problem. And nobody doesn't care if kids get killed. Nobody doesn't care if anybody gets killed, period. You know, um, like I said, I'm against guns, but I understand why, especially nowadays in this crazy ass world, people have them to protect themselves. And stuff like that there because of, of all the stuff you see what's going on from the racism to the terrorism you see that's, that's going on in America. But um, back to the point of, of, the, of the guns, man, you know, guns kill. I mean, you know, I mean, there's nothing good that comes out of a barrel of a gun, period. Right. We all know people who've been murdered. I've had friends that have been murdered. I've had family members that have been murdered. My cousin was murdered two, three years ago. So, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm against all types of, of guns. That, I know it sounds contradictory, but I understand you need one for protection, but at the same time, no, it was me, I would ban every damn gun on this planet because first off, number one, you would be, a lot of people, millions of people would be, would be alive today. But because we love violence in America, we live in a violent society, this is why we have these issues and stuff. And nobody didn't care if those kids got killed. Where was the gun legislation after those kids got killed in Sandy Hook? And there was none for it for those children to get killed. So, you know, we don't care. The NRA runs a lot of stuff here in America. And violence is big business. It's a sick-ass society you live in. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. And go ahead, go ahead. No, if I can just piggyback over what JP said, I just want to give a shout-out to Attorney General Tish James in New York who is taking the NRA to task right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, 
as they should be because those cowards. I mean, I, 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 I am like JP in a way. We've had this discussion over the years several times when it was just us two, where yeah, guns are unnecessary, but I get it. I get it. It's the world that we live in. You got to find a way to protect yours. So if you want to own one, I'm going to go get licensed still to this day. I'm not even going to go purchase a gun, but I just want to have that certification for backup. You know, it's like, it's my way of life. But like, I like to learn and be qualify myself to be able to do whatever to where you can't tell me I don't know how to do something. If I don't know how to do it, if I want to do it, I'm going to go learn it if I want to do it. So same thing with gun safety, gun use. What I'm going to get it, get taught how to use, but not buy one. Because I, one, I'll be honest, I don't trust myself with a gun. <laughs> I mean, I trust myself, but I don't trust myself. Because people do dumb shit remembering that they have that piece of power in their pocket or on their hip. And it doesn't mean that it's going to end up good for you just because you got one. Just because you got one could just give somebody the power to say, well, I'm going to pull out mine and it's bigger. Now what? You know, so it takes smarts. It takes training. It takes, it takes a lot. But if JP's wish came to true, no more guns, I would be fine with that too. Go back to using fists. You know, if you really want to kill somebody, use a knife. Like, and I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to do that, but you know, and, and old school saying that don't fit in today, but act like a man, be a man. What happened to these? I mean, you know, I mean what, happened, like, what, what happened to just these? Like JP I mean, mentioned earlier, a good ass whooping. You can live to see another day after a good ass whooping. I mean, I mean, you you even look at stuff going in our communities and stuff. With a, lot of, with a lot of these cats and stuff running around our communities causing terror and stuff like that there. If they had no guns, a lot of them wouldn't be tough. Wouldn't be as tough as they are. Mm-hmm. But because they have Stop. this type of gun. And another thing is too, when you go to jail, there is no gun to jail. So you could be you could be the toughest dude on the block when, when you're out here on these streets and stuff. When you go to jail, there is no guns. Exactly. And, and we get caught with something like this, right? In your that, or, or, or <laughs> using your hands. You better not handle your hands or some type of combat very well when you go to jail because guess what? Right. You could be Raheem on the street, tough as, tough as a mug, shooting at people's stuff, but guess what? You go behind them bars, you'll be Raheem sitting up there and can't do a damn thing. Raheem turns to Rakisha. <laughs> that can happen. That can happen too in prison. <laughs> lipstick, Kool Aid lipstick on your face and shit. <laughs> but nonetheless, out of that. Nonetheless, uh, we spun the gun conversation off of this kid who was winning. Salute to him and much success to his pillow company. I'm if if I have to go that route and buy one of those pillows, it's definitely him over to my pillow guy any day. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Pause that, but yeah, it's definitely go. The money's going his way than my pillow guy. Plus, too, he's a he's a he, you know he's been an advocate for like Black Lives Matters and things like that and stuff like that and and fighting for equality for people. So, I would rather see the money go towards good than the money go towards a hateful. No disrespect to y'all, but a hateful Christian who was siding with the orange orangutan devil. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I would rather I would rather see the money go the the right way in this case. 
Um, but for, before Katara brings us into the Aventus talk, as we mentioned, this is a quick one this week. Jamal, last week we made our Super Bowl picks. Super Bowl is tomorrow, same day that this episode drops for podcasts. We all picked the Chiefs. Where are you going and why? Well, the Chiefs seem to have a lot of drama going on right now with, I, I thought I read that some, a few assistant coaches or some folks had some COVID issues going on. And then I think uh, one of the Reed, uh, young, young Reed got in a car accident that looked like it, it may have caused some issues where he may be legally liable for some stuff. And uh, as much um, as great as Tom Brady is, I thought it would take some severe outside influences and an act of the universe to help him win. But just reading this little, just a little wrinkle that's giving him a path to victory and knowing how Tom Brady exploits stuff. <laughs> and I'll say this long-winded answer to say that with all that, the Chiefs are going to win. <laughs> That was, that was great way to uh, way to keep it in line with us all of us on the show. JP, you gave kind of I mean you, you gave kind of a, a a roundabout with that too. Where it was like you kind of heavily was like, "Ooh, there's something about Tampa," but <laughs> I'm going Kansas City, right? Uh, I'm be honest with you because you know why you can never bet against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. That's why you can never count this dude out and. To be honest with you, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs because I picked them last week, but I kind of like Tampa Bay because the reason why is because wait, the Chiefs have a lot of distractions going on right now. That's, that's we don't yeah. we don't, we don't, know how Tom, how, um, Tom Brady, we don't know how Andy Reid's going to be tomorrow knowing what's going on with his son and everything like that there. He's going to be distracted with that situation going on. We had the COVID issue with the with the with the with the barber and stuff going on and stuff, you know, yeah. with the with the I players. Also heard the, two offensive linemen again. Exactly, the, the right too. tackle and the left tackle was out, so they're up against a monumental hill. How much? How much does right and left tackles are going to hurt them? How focused is Andy Reid going to be the bar? What's going to happen with the son who's part of the coaching staff not not going to be there tomorrow? How's that affect the team yeah, and stuff? It's a lot of issues going on. A lot of issues. Yeah, a, a lot of issues, but I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm riding with my pick. It's no hate on that, Tom Brady. It's, it's no hate. for the GOAT to do GOAT things, trust me. It's, yeah. The opportunity is there. I think it more comes down to Todd Bowles than anything else. If he could just slow Kansas City down just a little bit with that defense, right. then, then then I think um, – you know, he's got something to worry about. I, I still think I think it's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be real close down to that. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm sticking with my pick of the Chiefs. But like TJ said last week, it's it's probably not going to be as close as we called it. Now it's looking more closer to that four point victory that I called last week. <laughs> that's 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 kind of how I'll put it for me. For me, mm -hmm. it's, now it's looking a little closer to that four point victory. But nonetheless, we're going to move on. We're going to, this is where we're going to wrap the show. Whether you have one or two, whatever the you feel is the most important to y'all, we're talking about Black Inventors. Once again, for the month of February, we are explaining to y'all, just by way of describing people, describing situations, like we're going to talk about hip hop next week. Then we're going to talk about the incredible women that are Black women the third week. And then we're going to round it off with 
they're more than an athlete talking about sports figures who shape the world, shape the cultures that we live in, i.e. Michael Jordan. You don't have to say Michael Jordan as a person, but all you have to do is look down at everybody's feet and at least five to six out of 10 people you might come across has a Jordan shoe on their foot. The Jordan shoe made the sneaker culture go skyrocket. So much so that he had a stronghold on the sneaker culture until a couple of years ago when the Yeezy finally took Adidas over Nike and Jordan brand. But both of them controlled by black folks. Black folks influencing others into things. We're going to talk about hip hop culture, which hip hop culture was started from poverty, predominantly blacks and Latinos and, and other poor whites in the neighborhood too, but it was more predominantly the blacks and Hispanics of the Bronx. And there's more debate in that, which we talk, I talked about on a recent episode of HSDG Media's podcast, where we talked about hip hop and that's what is it. But hip hop culture, something we all live and breathe, whether you notice it or not, we all live and breathe hip hop culture, started by our people, you know, um, again, when we get to the women one, I think we might, depending on how the topics go, we need to give full love to the women for almost an hour because there are tons of women that are inventors that like, you don't even realize the woman who created, uh, I forgot, she, it, she discovered some type of subatomic particle that allowed telephones, fax machines, and all types of other stuff to be developed and made. And what we're talking about right today is inventors. And I want to kick this one off with Jerry Lawson. Jerry Lawson is the man who created the first at-home console with interchangeable cartridges. I have to specify because he wasn't the first to create the in-home console. But he created the Fairchild, the Fairchild F back in the 70s, I believe it was. And he created the system that ushered in everything that we see today from Atari, ColecoVision, Nintendo, Sega Entertainment System. Then all of that stuff evolved into disc-based games all the way to where we're up to now, where it's disc-based games and digital download games where you got to download 900 gigabytes to fucking play one level of Grand Theft Auto or some shit. But we wouldn't have... And I mean, just the levels that gaming culture has went. Though we can bring it back to the people who created the first video game also, we wouldn't be able to do it at home and be able to collect cartridges, CDs, DVDs, and all of this without this man's creation of the Fairchild F is Jerry Lawson. That's my pick. Jamal, you want you especially wanted to come on on this one. Who do you have for us? It was Jerry Lawson. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's all good, but no. Same thing. I echo everything you said with, with, uh, um, with Jerry Lawson. I mean, um, groundbreaking, bro. Um, right now, I mean, it, it just his, his contribution, the video game industry is bigger than film and television combined. So just to let just to let you know how much how much money and revenue this guy is a a key foundational pioneer of you know in that industry. So big shout out to him. Um, piggybacking off of piggybacking off of that, 
um, is also I wanted to talk about is uh, Lewis Howard Latimer and his inventions uh, um, and his his contribution in the world of electricity. Um, uh, you know, a self-taught you know draftsman. You know, um, you know this brother was involved in, in so many things involving the light bulb. Worked in the Edison house for a little while. You know, taught himself how to draft. Taught himself how to uh, how to uh, file patents. And you know, the the thing is is working in that that Edison um, lab. Who knows how many things you know he was a part of that he probably never got credited for. And that's just what happened when you worked for uh, 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 for Edison. So um, I just wanted to throw him out there. Sorry. Great. Um, I have two. Uh, first is, and I think we discussed him on the show before, Charles Drew. He is the um, the blood bank, um, founder of the blood bank. And obviously that's a culture because all of us, you know, uh, that, that that's important. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, for those who give blood, such as myself, this is, this is how you help other people. You can help up to seven to 12 people through your own blood, depending on, you know, what is going on. So that, that was very important for him to do that. Uh, the ironic thing, and I think this was a test question, a quiz question, the ironic thing about Charles Drew was he was in a car accident and he could not use the blood bank because they couldn't give him blood. I'm sorry. No, no, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I could, he couldn't, he couldn't get what he needed that blood bank to survive and he couldn't get it because of the segregation at that time. Very ironic there. Um, so he is a, a key in, in, in medical um, and someone else in, and someone else that I inventor was, and we'll discuss her more in woman's time, but Maria Van Britten Brown, um, she invented the first security system. Uh, her background basically was uh, she was she, she didn't live in a, a great area. She called the police. The police didn't do anything. She created. It, why does that sound so familiar that someone's not? So we have to do it ourselves. I wonder why. But yes. So she started that first security system. And everywhere you go and, and, and in almost all households, you have some sort of security system. Thanks to her. Uh, I, I'm sure she doesn't get the credit she needed to for that. So those are my two. Um, and uh, yeah, John. I'm gonna go with Garrett Augustus Morgan Sr. Otherwise known as Garrett Morgan. Garrett Morgan, sorry. Invented the traffic signal and also Invented a thing called the smoke hood, a predecessor to the gas mask. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, um, he also discovered and developed a chemical hair processing straightening solution. Um, he also invented something, had something similar to the airbag that he invented that gave people 15 minutes of air to breathe in, fresh air to believe in, to, to, to breathe in. Um, <laughs> That's three inventions right there, and there's more that he did as well. But um, wow, man, you know, I mean, what can you say? I'm just gonna go with him. That's three inventions I just named for you right there. Um, you know, black people, if it wasn't for black people, 
they would we you know we are the inventors everything that we have nowadays is from black people anywhere yeah. from the traffic light to the blood plasma um to even creating the super soakers you know back right. in the 90s brothers created those as well we had something right. to do with the internet i forgot what the brother's name was we had something to do with the internet so you know and, and to be honest with you my, my medicine we could go back to ancient times mathematics and all that stuff there we created all this stuff black people are the ones who created all this stuff there would be none of this stuff in the world if it wasn't for black people period. right and I, I wanted to go you, further i wanted to go further but jp because we need to end the show because i am still at work don't tell everybody we're gonna cap that. We're gonna cap it off. We're gonna cap it off right there. This was a dope, nice, quick one. We yes, could have went further into more people who truly shaped culture by, by way of inventions. But what we'll do with that is we'll drop more links into the group. So as you, if y'all want to add on and share in the group, please do so. The Star5Podcast.com is the whole the website. Katara, it's on you. Well, thank you. Uh, shout out to, of course, the starting five. Uh, we always have so much fun. Uh, shout out to Jamal for coming on, a frequent uh, flyer of us. Um, and, you know, shout out to all the Black creators that are doing something right now. Um, and, and be it authors, be it artists, be it anything. If you're, you're, you're doing something, you're creating something, shout out to you all. Oh, shout outs to you, of course, the mayor. Shout outs to everybody out there. Jamal, once again, he's like an honorary member to starting five. Thanks for coming on. And also to the first lady, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, that's all I'm going to give you all. That's it. But happy birthday to the First Lady Guitar. Thank you. And also to everybody who's on the feed. Shout outs to you as well. Jamal. All right, shout out to the Starting Five. Shout out to Maya, Miss Kat, and JP. Thank y'all for having me as always. Uh, thank y'all for providing this, this podcast and the show for everybody to, to listen to and, and, and you know, gain some knowledge and take a break from the world for a little bit. Um, shout out to everyone listening on the feed and comes on every week. And uh, just want to shout out to everyone. Make sure y'all big up yourselves and keep your head up and, and walk tall during these times. That's it. That's it. And with that being said, it's me and me. We out. Peace.